Alright, welcome everybody to what is definitively called <laughs> Wolf Sheep. Because I called it Sheep Wolf at the beginning of the last one. But this is Wolf Sheep. I am Luis Cavedo. I'm joined by... Matthew Walker. And uh, this is Wolf Sheep Sheep Wolf. No, uh, no, no. Just... <laughs> Don't confuse people any more than, than, than they already are. Uh, Alright, so today's topic is uh, essentially anger. But... This time, this wasn't actually on my notes of stuff that we were going to record. I mean, we could eventually get to it, but this was something you had picked after after our last recording. Yeah, after the last recording was kind of fun, and we got to a point where we had a good dialogue going, and I realized that anger has something that keeps coming up for me, so I was like, why not throw it out there as a topic? Well, it's it's a good one because I'm not gonna say I'm an angry person, but uh, it's an emotion that I gra- that I grapple with. I'll, I'll say that. Um, in one sentence, I guess that's your intro to it. Is just you're in tune with it. Oh Explaining yeah. Explaining why you picked that. More than any other emotion, I'm in tune with it. Yeah. Scary. Well, I'm gonna take uh, some uh, journalistic uh, skills. Here and do the the five W's and an H oh, method. Nice. Who, what, where, when, why, and how okay. about anger? And we could go back and forth on this. All right. You want to go first on it? No. I you do don't not. want to? No, okay. I do not. I want to. All right. I want you to lead me. So uh, okay. Well, then you ask the questions. Okay. Uh, who are you angry at? Most of the time, I guess. Uh, essentially myself. If we if we break it down to the the root source, right? Oh, we're getting deep. Okay. We're gonna keep them as simple, simple oh, okay. answers at least for these questions. Yeah. So, what makes you angry? What makes me angry about myself is is I guess sometimes my impatience or um, my own expectations. I guess. Not not just on myself, but I guess on humanity or or situations or lack of control. We'll say, we'll, we'll say I'm I'm angry at lack of control. That's what I'm angry at. Uh, okay. Yeah. Where do you get angry? Where do I usually get angry? Is yep. uh, everywhere? Uh, no. Wow. Uh, if there's a specific place where I get angry, it's gonna be at uh, either traffic or or work. Oh, traffic. You need to move, son. Oh, yeah, we're living in the worst... Well, one of the worst cities for it. All right. Uh, When do you get angry? Rush hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that doesn't help. But uh, when, specifically during the day... uh, Oh, okay. I've got it. Yeah, yeah. It's at night. Okay. All right. Let me explain I I said I say at night because the way things are scheduled, right? I try to set everything so that I can get my own personal stuff done, cleaning or uh, reading or whatever at night when everybody else is either sleeping or they're busy doing something else. Yeah. And I I mean I'm sorry to say, but it includes my wife. So when she's sleeping, which has changed slightly because of her new schedule, that's when I usually get things done because I don't want to be interrupted, especially while I'm reading. So when do you get angry? At night, because that's either when I, my mom calls to 
talk about the day or whatever. So I try to get all these things out of the way so that I can do my personal stuff. But then these things come up. So you're telling me you schedule time to be angry. I'm not scheduling it that way. It just turns out to be that way. Uh, oh, okay. Um, that's interesting. Because I think anger for me pervades most every hour of the day. But anyway, uh, you've kind of... Well, why do you get angry? Well, I wrote it down as whether it's a natural response or learned behavior. Yeah. Or is it an other? Uh, I think it, for me, it's it's mostly a natural response. It's okay. a reaction, for sure. A reaction, okay. Yeah. So how angry do you get? Uh, how angry and how much I express it are two different things. Because I can be really angry, but... You know, the. I, I don't want to touch on this just yet, but the, th- the thing with me getting angry is that I know how angry I am, but nobody else seems to understand that. And my family or friends usually take it as a comedic response. Because they don't see me angry. So all of a sudden, you know, fumes coming out of my ears or, or, uh, or you know, me talking at a certain level yeah. becomes comedic versus something to take serious. And, and that, that probably makes, makes you more, more angry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then I just have to just push it all down into a ball and, and kick the hell out of that ball. Okay. So you schedule your anger and you kind of keep it all inside. That's healthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get to how we manage our anger. All right. All right, I'm going to ask you the same questions now. So who are you angry at? I think I have a Wheel of Fortune um, anger style. So I could be mad at anybody at any portion of the day. It just depends on who's in front of me. Hmm. Or if there's nobody in front of me, if my brain goes through the Rolodex and it finds somebody. So it's not... It's situational. It's not randomized where it's like the old toy where you pull the thing and la back out. Ooh, and it just, it's situational. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you angry? Uh, lack of control, just like you said. Um, looking foolish, being humiliated, um, being left out of a situation or a joke, uh, waking up. We, you know, yeah, we've talked about that quite a bit Waking up recently. early. You know, the world shouldn't start till about 10.30. That's what I say. Uh, maybe there's parts of Europe that are like that. But. Yeah. Where do you get angry? Where do you get angry? Uh, everywhere. I don't know that it's just, you know, relegated to one space. I can agree to that. Yeah. But, I mean, there's more specific places for me. Just I mean, I don't get angry at there. church. All the time. But, well, that's um, good that you're not angry at yeah, church all the time. Right? There are some times at church that I get angry, but that's probably the place I'm the most peaceful. Hmm. Okay. And when do you get angry? <sighs> morning and morning and evening, I would say. Yeah. Right. That Usually I'm even keel throughout the day. So between the hours of noon and 8 o'clock. You're okay. Noon is noon and eight o'clock. I'm good. Yep. Okay. There's food involved. Yeah. Well, well yeah. You're, yeah. Anyway. Would you say you suffer from hanger? H a n g r y. No, no. I I never really suffer from hanger because food is never more than a few inches from one of my hands. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I pack for road trips whether I'm going on one or not. Hmm. Yeah. And why do you get angry? Is it a natural response, learned behavior, other? I think it's learned learned behavior because my mom was angry about everything. And like I, I've tried to unlearn most, most of it. I don't like to be angry. I hate the way it makes me feel. But I would say it's a learned behavior. Yeah. I'm and how really, angry are you? How angry? Yeah. Oh, I'm 11.6 on a 10-point scale. Okay. <laughs> and um, I laugh as I say that. <laughs> well, that's a good way to diffuse it, I think. Yeah. But yeah, we. I picked those questions just to establish a an understanding of our anger levels, I guess. Well, it it helps me because, like, most of the time, you just kind of think it's who you are, and it's in. But if you can put it to a specific place, you you don't feel so bad about it, mm-hmm. and it's more controllable. Because okay. I really don't want to live angry. I've got a couple of books on anger, but I haven't read them because they make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think we can both agree. And I think most people that get angry can can attest to the fact that they don't want to be angry. Right. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's there and it happens and it comes up. But well, let's let's move on to some more uh, questions we can expound on a little bit okay. more. So, when you do get angry. What keeps you from a different emotion? It's just like there's no other emotion in there. It's like a fire has been lit and it has to burn out. And there's nothing going to quench that fire. So I, I think for me, the other emotion has to be selected before I go into an anger mode. Does that make sense? Before. Before. I, I, I can't really diffuse it in the midst of it. Okay. I feel it. It's like, like I told you, when I wake up in the morning sometimes, I'm angry. And I don't know why, because nothing has happened. And I haven't had dreams or anything like that. But I just wake up angry. And I can feel it. And it's palpable. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, I... It's a tough question, I think, to ask, because... I, I tried to think about, for myself, well, you know, why don't you respond with a different emotion? Right. And, you know, there's a, a Jeannie Mayo, I, I read one of her books one time, and, yeah. and she uh, details in the book how to respond to certain emotions or certain feelings that come up and overtake them with either scripture or, okay, you know, take control of it or, 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 or bind it by using something else okay it's almost like therapy in a sense of over time you 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 start to react differently so the natural response i think is to try to grasp that you know respond to it by okay well i turn it over to to god because you know that's what i practice or uh i'm gonna choose not to be upset but it's kind of difficult to do that to, to make that your natural response. It takes more than just the therapy of right. You know, practicing it every time. It's a lifelong practice. It doesn't happen after, you know, twenty one days of establishing a habit. Right. 
Yeah. Well, and I think like there's other stuff that I struggle with when it whether it's like lust or sadness or depression. Those things like you want to bring up scripture for those. You want to combat those, but when you're angry, I don't know, it's almost like this balance uh, or it's like a mix of anger and control because when I'm angry I c- I'm in control Suppo- well not control of my emotions but control of a situation I'm actually taking action to make something happen to push people back from intruding or attacking or whatever so basically I rationalize anger do you use it as a shield then as a way of a weapon, yeah, maybe, and a shield. Well, yeah. there, I, I wouldn't say I have a natural scowl on my face. You would say what? I wouldn't say that I have a natural scowl on my yeah. face. But you know, there's there's the saying, and I, and I hate to bring it up because I don't like the word, but you know, resting. Oh, resting, resting heifer face. Yeah. yeah, I don't like to say the other one. But to some degree, I used to have a friend that said that back in high school he said well when you walk around the halls and stuff you know you you look like you're upset and and i don't and i said really you know i don't think i'm trying to do that as a as a you know a default right but i started to hear it from other people and that doesn't mean i don't smile or anything but he seems to think that it used to be a way of like uh, putting up a wall you know of saying okay don't mess with me you know, I'm not in the mood, or I'm ups- You know, when when you have a certain look on your face, people, no, right. But I would say with you, it's almost like, because I know this is way with me. Like when I see something and I'm contemplating it, my face reflects anger. Mm-hmm. But it's because I'm deep in thought, and as deep of a thinker as you are and as much as you write and get into characters and feel the world deeply mm-hmm. like I think you have resting contemplative face okay I'll take resting contemplative yeah. face over over resting yeah. angry face yeah. um, I mean would you agree maybe but uh, then, I, then I then it makes me think like well I'm not daydreaming all the time you know right but you are contemplative yeah, yeah. You no, do take I, the world in on a different level than most people. Well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. But yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I it just made me think when you brought that up and how you feel at control with that emotion. Yeah. That you can use it. Yeah. Know, to 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 a benefit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you say you're temperamental? I don't even know what that means. I should know what that means, but. Uh, I mean, I have an idea, but tell me. Let's put it this way. Do you have a short fuse? Oh, yeah. The shortest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I do and I don't. So you're bipolar as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Not, not so far as that. Okay. I do have a short fuse about certain things, for sure. Right. There's things that will make me upset instantly. Uh, but there's things that make me upset that I know how to add some more, you know, some more fuse to to the bomb, you know? Yeah. It's patience. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's things that I can, that I, that I can practice patience for. 
but I know that they still make me upset. Does that make sense? It's just it's a no. It makes sense. Of, of... I, I totally get what you're saying, and and there are moments where something will happen, and the immediate thing in my head is. Does this make a bit of difference in your world? Mm-hmm. Is this going to mean anything tomorrow? Are you even going to remember? So. So are you temperamental? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's misguided passion, you know? Like, I, I was creating this piece of artwork one time, and it was on the floor. It was six by eight, mm-hmm. and it was you couldn't miss it. You'd had to have been Helen Keller to miss this thing. And a friend of mine comes over and walks through the middle of it. And so I had a footprint on the canvas. And I got so mad at him. And he says to me, don't get mad at me for something I did. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But later on, God said, leave the footprint because it shows that you'll have people that will come into your life and they'll cause chaos or break something or, or create an accident. And it's just part of life. Well, it adds a story, yeah, to, yeah. to the piece of art. Yeah. yeah. I still don't know why he didn't see it before he walked across it, but anyway. Well, you know. Yeah, so I'm temperamental, but I'm definitely working on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how or do you at all express your anger? And what kind of results do you get? <laughs> uh, let's just say this. I usually give out a lot of apologies. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you give out apologies, which I think most people struggle with. Is that they... Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they're, they're not going to apologize for their anger. And maybe I'm generalizing too, but I think. I well, think that's you know, most. here's why. At least for me, anger you feel like you're in control. Mm-hmm. Apologies, you relinquish control, and you're not. You're no longer at the top of the heap anymore. And so, I, God and I made this deal a long time ago, or I made it with him. He may not have made it with me, but he said, "Feel free to say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Just know that you'll need to apologize if it's." something that hurts somebody or something that you say out of anger but you know biblically (laughs) they say um that it's righteous anger you Mm -hmm. know so it's anger for a cause not just anger because you you're you know you got your knickers in a twist Mm -hmm. but yeah uh, so i express my anger with words because i'm really good at that um, I express it with uh, ig- ignoring people. Is that the word? Uh, Cold yeah. shoulder. It's yeah. Yeah, I th- I, ignoring is is fine. Yeah, I don't know if there's a there's a specific word for that, but yeah, I don't know. I and I usually get over it. Like I have this friend I got mad at a year ago. It was for good reason. But the Holy Spirit just came to me and said, invite him to your house, love on him, you know, let him know that I love him. And so I bought him a plane ticket and he's coming to visit, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want to be angry anymore. He doesn't need that. I don't need it. Uh, But at the time, 
Anger seemed to be the only way to get my point across. Because mm-hmm. loving him wasn't doing it. And Is this true of just this specific person or for a wider array of people? Uh, I think it's definitely true of the situation. But with a wide array of people, you have to be careful because you can rationalize and say, well, they needed me to be a little more communicative um, in a passionate way. <laughs> well, passion, I think, is... I mean, it's in the heat of the moment. You, yeah. You you let your passions out through you know the fire of your words. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's one way to do it. Um, for For me, do I express my anger? How do you express it, right? Well, yeah, or do or I... Or do you express right. it? Right. And I think... It depends on on the person, and 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 that number of people with which I'm willing to express anger is is extremely small. And and unfortunately, you know, it's usually um, family or closer individuals. Right. Now, whether that's uh, that's because you know we're, we we've had our own bouts or or fights before. It gets easier to, okay, well, yeah, I can express my anger with this person. They can express it back and we'll be okay. At the end of the day. Right. Yeah. And again, there's the control again. I can control that situation because I know we can work things out. Whereas I don't know that I can work that out with other people. So right. maybe that's why I hold it in for, for most others. Uh, I'm very um, diplomatic. Um, I'm very much for keeping the peace. You know, that's not, that's kind of an odd thing to combine. Okay, here we are talking about how angry we are, and here I am telling you about how much of a peacekeeper I want to be. But it's just, hmm. it's not that I'm not angry at the situation, but I know, I've seen the results of anger. I see what it does. Yeah. I see that it doesn't get anybody anywhere, so let's be peaceful about it. So it's an active choice, regardless of how I feel. So that's where the bottling up of things might come in. So do I express that anger, though, and, and, and what kind of results do I get? Well, there's a... You know, that I guess that goes into the next question, which is, do you or don't you deal or process your anger? And is there a healthier way to do so? For me, how I do that is, uh, which I think is, is healthy enough, I play a, a number of video games, uh, and I think I diffuse you know, that frustration in the video game. By killing not, not so fictional s- people. No, because, okay. Fictional people. Where, where did I go to school? Oklahoma State. Anyway. <laughs> um... No, no, I mean, I, that makes me sound like a psychopath. If I go on... <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to say that. No, no, I know you're I, not trying to say that. What I'm saying is, if I if I have this rage, you know, and I go out, turn on the video game, and, and take it out on, you know, sprites, computer-generated people, that, yeah. that's okay. I mean, that, I guess I'm dealing with my anger, but that's not healthy, I think. Right. Because that's... All right, I'm going to bring up something from, from life that I've experienced, with okay. my brother specifically. Okay. I try to humanize or or give those characteristics to things that aren't alive. 
Okay. So in a video game, I can usually get pretty uh, invested in the people in it, mm-hmm. whether I even speak to these people in the game or whatever. And and I won't kill them. I won't do anything bad towards them. Even in a game as violent as Grand Theft Auto, it takes me a lot to just say, oh, well, let's just shoot it. you know, Or let's shoot him mm-hmm. and take it out and, and do it that way. And I guess that's life or, 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 or art emulating life in a way, in a sense. You know, where here I am trying to st- still be a peacekeeper. But then there's moments where, yeah, well, I'll actually, you know, the game can be chaotic, you know, that particular game, Grand Theft Auto. And I don't own it anymore because I, I indulge in it. Yeah. And I'll just, you know, I'll hop in the car, drive the car 150 miles an hour, crash it against this other car, run out and shoot a bazooka at a building and blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, at least I'm not hurting anybody. But I look at that and it's not healthy. It's not you're 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 almost giving life fantasy life yeah to something that you wouldn't do in real life right does that does any of that make sense no it does uh, the um i think for me like i retreated into i don't watch tv like most normal americans <laughs> but i retreated into a tv show at one point mhm uh and so that was like it, I think it's all about control and how you experience control. If you experience control by feeling like you got this, mm-hmm. um, then you don't reach for other emotions to help you get that. So anger would be one. Um, feeling confident, feeling like you've got the situation, like you're well-versed and you're capable uh like you're a fully functioning adult if anybody came to you with a a situation you could help them out and that's another form of control for me um we're still talking about when you watch the tv show or outside of yeah the so like being in control that tv show so i go to that to feel the same sort of surge and in control that anger brings about I think anger is uh, it's it resets the situation because mm-hmm. there was there's one situation where I said I'm not going to be angry about this and I could be because it was a thousand dollars worth of damage to something and I said I'm just going to approach this from a conversational level I never raised my voice above this I never was accusatory I just basically said we should really be careful from here on out Mm -hmm. and 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 i was accused of yelling at someone Mm. and i thought in that whole situation i'm like i should have yelled because i got accused of it and it would have made the situation better for me but i didn't yell but i still got accused of it and and i was so angry at the end of all that uh, so, for me, I can by I can completely, uh, uh, you know, relate to that. Yeah, because that's what I experience with anger most of the time. 
is you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. So, well, okay, well, what do I do now, you know? So I right. just ball it up, and that's why I do that. But, yeah. Yeah, you're going to, at some point, you're going to be apologizing in some form or another. So it might as well be for something you were okay with in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't think anger is a good thing to reach for. Let's let's just throw that out there. But I do think it's a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> it's easy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I agreed. So here's one that I struggle with, uh, and and it's and it's uh, it's wrong in the sense that I guess in a way I'm being judgmental. Okay. But here comes the question. Should a Christ follower be allowed to get and or be angry? And yeah. okay. You had to bring Jesus well, into it, didn't you? Huh? You had to bring Jesus into it, didn't you? Well, I'll tell you why I'm asking this, okay? <laughs> We've discussed how I can be about anger. Yeah. And I don't expect everybody to be that way. It's not, I don't expect everybody to have the same level of patience that I do. And I'm not saying I'm very patient because I know for certain things I am certainly not. Right. But I don't expect everybody to be as diplomatic as I am. I can't do that. That's not fair. Right. But especially in my line of work, you know, customer service, more often than not, the most acerbic, the most difficult, the most uh, threatening human beings that I come across in situations that bring up that emotion are A, Christians, or B, to be more specific, and and I I'm sorry to pigeonhole in this sense, but Catholics, yeah, you know both Christ followers, yeah. And I I can't tell you how how difficult that is for me, because especially when somebody from that I know or not know personally, but somebody that I know is in those circles, is at the church, is serving, is shaking hands, and comes in and does something like that. Either in my work or anywhere, when I come across them at Target and I see them being jerks. Yeah. It's... I judge, I judge, and I look at them, and I, and I don't say anything about it, but I point the finger in my mind, and I say, dang it, you know, you should know better than this. Right. You're not being a good representative for Christ followers. You're making Gandhi, you know, sound all the better about how... He loves your loves our Christ. He doesn't like our people, you know. <laughs> uh, so, should a Christian be allowed? Okay, no. I think. Let me rephrase that. We should all be allowed to be angry. It's an emotion that exists, and we're going to feel it. Right. Should we, as Christ followers, be allowed to express it, and to what degree? I. I think you should be allowed to express it because if you. Because you were talking about being angry at yourself and anger inside. And anger will come out some way. Mm-hmm. It's going it's, it's going to bubble up. It's going to come out somewhere. So if it can come out in, an, in um, an intelligent conversation with someone um, and a civil conversation. And I, and I think going into a conversation, if you're going in... Using your anger to try to change someone's mind, mm-hmm. you've already lost. Because you're not going to change their mind more often than not. And you're going to be angry that you can't change their mind. Mm-hmm. So I think it's okay to say, this thing that you did 
really bothered me or you can you can ask it in such a way to say hey how do you feel about that whole situation this way it made me feel mm-hmm. did i interpret that correctly or not and you know it it frustrated me it did this to me but i think that's also after you've had time to process right. in the moment i don't think anybody's diplomatic well know. yeah anger is a, a, an emotion of passion like i right. said before it's like uh, on a scale from mother teresa to the hulk Mm-hmm. Nobody responds with Mother Teresa right away, and if they do, good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think we should be. I think we have to have righteous anger for world issues like world hunger, you know, not climate change because God's in control of that. But, but like important things like mm-hmm. world hunger or or people being sold into sex slavery those are types of anger that create motivation for you to help right those are angry things or uh, healthy things healthy things yeah so but the other stuff I don't think it's right for Christians to go out and rail on people but I think it's okay to express the fact that something didn't go the way you expected or the way you wanted it to or that you had planned and you express frustration Mm mm-hmm I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I'm not against people fr- expressing frustration. What I just, I just, and and not specifically me. I'm okay with it. I can live. Yeah. With it. You know, I, I've I've got thick skin, but when I see one of us, you know, one of you know Christ followers do that, or so-called Christ followers do that. Yeah. And I see them do it to somebody else. That's when I get upset. Right. So I just. I don't know. I I can agree you have a right, you know, to want to express that you're upset, but there's a there's a way to do it. Correct. Yeah. There there's a way to do it that helps you resolve your anger without damaging others. Mhm. My mother was not good at that. <laughs> she spewed anger over everybody, you mm-hmm. know, and I so I think that for me that's why it might be a little bit of a learned response. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it explains why I wake up angry because it's the easiest thing. It's a, it's the first thing you go to, you know? Um, yeah, no, I, I can, I can, I can attest to the, um, the way it, it shows up in your life as you're growing up, especially. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you've got a sibling, you know, you know what sibling rivalry is like, or not even rivalry, but just, you know, when you have to share a roof with somebody, it's it's natural. It's going to happen. You're going to be upset. And the more, um, the more frequent result of it was usually, you know, you give some and you get some back, you know. Right. So it's just, in that sense, yeah, I can understand it's a learned behavior, but, you know. I don't know, and, and we're all different. I mean, there's body chemistry too that goes into it. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, there's hormonal issues. Anything can can help add on to whether you experience that emotion as often. Uh, we kind of covered this one, but last thing, which is about anger in the sense of what is the righteous righteous variety and the just regular old variety. 
and uh, which one do you think you come across more often? In myself or people? <laughs> well, I guess personally, personally yourself. Yeah. Uh, I come across the regular variety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think uh, for whatever reason it's easier to get to use the regular variety than it is uh, yeah the righteous one, and that's uh, you know whether you're watching stuff on TV or whatever, and it's like oh you know you feel bad about it, but it's like okay well you know commercials done, flip the channel, okay yeah no more uh, no more uh, no more concern. Whereas when you when you when you're in the trenches and you're feeling it you know that's when yeah there's no remote control for real life Mm -hmm. I guess it's just natural that it's going to happen that way yeah well anything you want to add on to uh, add on to the topic before uh, we close out Mm, I don't think so I'm not angry right now so can't really dialogue about that well that's good I mean and and well, I am kind of angry that my lawnmower doesn't work, but uh, we'll get that fixed. Yeah, yeah, it's easy fix. Something we can yeah. get through. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever, uh, which was part of the, you know, part of one of the discussions, but I don't think we touched on it too much. Yeah. Have you looked at um, healthier ways to deal with anger? Yeah, yeah. I think the conversation I had with that guy. Um, where I was trying to represent the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I think that was a way to look at it. And I, I definitely think relinquishing control to God, asking God into the situation. Because um, I don't like apologies. I have to give them if mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but I don't like them. So my motivation beforehand is whatever you say, mm-hmm. Make sure that it's factual and it's conversational, because otherwise you're gonna have to give an apology after, you know. And I'm the what? (laughs) You got you hold those like uh, Gollum does the friggin' ring. (laughs) Like I'm not giving this away. I'm sorry. I'm not giving this away. I'm not giving it away, my precious. Um, but that was I the the apologies I hate the worst are the ones where you're not wrong. Mm -hmm. So you got. Because I did customer service at SeaWorld, and these people would come in, and you knew they were lying, and in that in that place where they just knew if they were loud, they would get something for free, and we would end up apologizing to them, and I hated those because we weren't wrong, they were the ones that were wrong, you know, and so mm-hmm. I think for me. The other place where I struggle is if I've had a conversation where I've been expressed my anger and expressed my frustration and done it in a in a great way, the person still gets offended and there's that they feel like they you owe them an apology. And that makes me angry. Because I'm like, I don't owe you an apology. So having gone through the situation, placed aside my anger, mm-hmm. not felt it we get through the situation and then I still end up apologizing on the other side because the person's in a different emotional state than I am. So I think that at that point it's a level of maturity, mm-hmm. but I'm not happy with it. 
but you would say that's still good advice as far as a way to uh, to deal with anger is to actually offer up that apology, however difficult it may be to do so. Right. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you should want your friendship and relationship rather than your rightness. Mm-hmm. You know. No, that's 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 a good point to make. Yeah. Um, if I had to offer something, and this would probably be of the more practical sort, is, um, you know, physically actually dealing with your with your anger. And I'm not saying actually go, you know, <laughs> lashing out. I'm not saying grab this person by the, you know, by the collar and start smacking them around. But right, you know, actually going out for a run or yeah, I know a lot of people like to, and I don't, I'm not sure how healthy I find this to be. But if it works for you, it works for you. Is going out to the shooting range, or or just doing something, yeah, where you're exerting an an, an action, and actually putting in putting it into almost a physical presence, and then expelling it that way, you know, yeah, in a healthy way. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, you know, do it yeah. in a healthy way. But that that would be my advice as far as that. Yeah. Well. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope we made you think. That's always going to be our goal. Um, if you want to reach uh, myself, you can reach me at 4, the number 4, C.S. Lewis, L-U-I-S, at gmail.com. You can visit our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash wolfsheeppod. <laughs> uh, Matthew, if anybody wants to reach you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use my gmail address this week so people don't make fun of me but if you need to reach me it's big fish ministry at gmail.com cool well from Luis Cavedo and Matthew Walker this is Wolf Sheep